LA Talk Radio and all podcasting platforms. This is Max and Friends. I'm your host, Max Tucci. Welcome back to another Max and Friends. If it's your first time joining us, where have you been? We've been here for 13 years. Tweet me, Instagram me, at Max Tucci, and let me know what's going on in your life. Well, we're doing a show about staying in our power. Do you know what that means to stay in your power? Do you believe shift is happening? Do you believe that power is happening? Do you believe you're even powerful? Well, we've got a show today that's going to be a powerful show. My guest, Elizabeth Longo, is going to join me in just a minute. But before then, let me know what you're up to. Tweet me at Max Tucci, Instagram me at Max Tucci Radio, or at Max Tucci. Follow me at The Demonico Way as well. That's my new cookbook that Rizzoli will be publishing next fall. Speaking of October 23rd in Bedford, New York, I will be chairing an event for a wonderful organization that helps local farmers. So I will be tweeting it, Instagramming it, and if you're in the New York surrounding area, Tri-State area, New York, Connecticut, um, come on up to Bedford. There's limited seats, 50 to 60 people. We have a great evening of wonderful food. We have recipes that are from my Delmonico book, The Delmonico Way. So we're gonna be you know, doing a wonderful uh, petite gala, this little kind of a gala here in Bedford, New York, October 23rd. So stay tuned to that. And thank you, John and Tommy and um, Tracy for all of your help with putting this together. John, uh, we have an amazing chef, Tom, who will be really making this a special super event. So tickets are limited. I'll give you more information. Tweet, follow, Instagram. You'll find it all there. Let me know if you want to come to this wonderful event. So I'm doing super well. I'm here in New York, as you can see, busy away doing my thing. I'm back in Florida next week because why we have to do more pickup shots for the book. Thank you all for like emailing me and asking me about when it's coming out and how you can support and buy it. Um, I appreciate it, but we're almost, we're getting through the line. And um, it's been, as you as you all know, it's been quite quite the uh, the mission to put this book together, but one well worth it. So Elizabeth Longo is a coach and ordained minister with a passion to be a catalyst for the awakening of humanity. She's also a oneness blessing giver and a Reiki master. Her passion for truth has taken her to India many times, Bali and Peru, where she trained with shamans. Currently, she is a life coach and works with individuals who are looking to realize their divine purpose and serves as a consultant with various spiritual communities. She's a life coach. She is a spiritual coach. She is a woman of the world. She's got an amazing story, and she's going to help us get into our power. Staying in our power, what does that mean? We're going to find out with my guest, the one and only Elizabeth Longo. Welcome to Max and Friends. <laughs> my friend. Namaste. 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 <laughs> namaste here for the next hour or so to have a great conversation with you. Welcome, Elizabeth. Thank you. Thank you, Max. Thank you for having me. And I'm passionate about what we're going to be talking about, which is how do you stay in your power? Because these are challenging times. Haven't you noticed that everything is changing so rapidly? There's a rapid change, but there's also a beautiful stillness. You know, you know how I am. Right. <laughs> but, you know, I love the question, staying in our power. 
for our listeners tonight and viewers, because they're watching us not only on Facebook um, Live, but also they're listening to us on all podcasting platforms and here on LA Talk Radio. What if someone says, what is power? I don't have power. I don't know what power is. Let's start with power. What does it mean? And are we born with it? Okay. So first and foremost, if somebody would come to me with all that, I would say, stop, stop, stop. Just take a breath. Because she... That person that's asking, well, I don't have power. Uh, how do I get my power? All that. You know, they're just talking from the crazy mind, the mind that wants the solution to everything. And basically, that's what they call in India the crazy monkeys, the drunken monkeys. So if you want to know your power, or is there such a thing as not having a power? Absolutely not. You want to know your power, it's much more about easing into it. And you said it at the beginning. Yes, there's a lot going on, but there's also stillness. And the way we find our power is just by stopping for a moment and noticing. I believe in the power of observation, observing. Where's your mind? Where's your thoughts? Is there coherence between your mind and your heart? And you know what? The body does not lie. I began my journey of searching for truth or searching for power or searching for peace. You know, when I was like 18 or 19 or something, I started reading Krishnamurti. I started re re um, reading uh, Alan Watts. Didn't understand a thing of what I was reading. But <laughs> I did. I'm you know why that. I'm laughing? Because on my desk here, Alan Watts, this is it. Alan <laughs> Watts, the wisdom of insecurity. Alan Watts, Cloud Hidden. <laughs> Three of the readings. <laughs> right. And But you know what? But my soul knew that it was true. Yeah. And that's the only thing that mattered. My head didn't understand it, but mm. my heart knew it was true. What so does that, that mean? What does that mean? My head didn't understand it, but my heart knew it was true. You and I are on the same accord, so we understand that language. But for those who are tuning in who maybe this is a new age language for them or one that they kind of shunned away from or fear, what does that mean, my heart knew? Okay, so it's difficult to put into words because I don't want to make it a thing. Mm. Because that's what we do. Make We make things. We have concepts. It's rather a, you know, when there's a knowing, there's just an energetic opening. And that's maybe that's a way, you know, when you are constricted, when everything mm. feels tight, when, when you just feel like depleted, uh, it's a moment to kind of stop and just notice mm. my attention. Because, see, as long as we're believing that something or someone is responsible for our power, mm -hmm. woo, the government, the vaccine, this, that, blah, and I can go on and on you know what? We're in victim consciousness. But as long as we just stay centered and question every thought, because, you know, the mind is a machine that is continually making meaning out of everything. Mm. We have to be brutally honest with ourselves. That's the... That's now, the to me, when I hear brutally honest, I also feel like, is there also compassionately honest? Absolutely. And I, I was going to talk about compassion. And it's also about loving kindness and mm. loving and accepting and integrating every part of ourselves, even those parts in us. Because you know what? 
we're having a human existence. Mm. So integrating and embracing all those aspects of ourselves that have played it small, have been a victim, and so forth, love it all. Because the mo or even a most challenging situation, the moment there's an acceptance, oh, this is going on, and you feel a ah, there's an energetic shift. Mm -hmm. And the moment that energetic shift happens, there's a, a moment of stillness. And that's where we can make a different choice. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. In that moment of stillness. You know, there's also self-worth. And I feel that a lot of people don't fully understand self-worth and self-love and being able to sit with themselves long enough to know themselves or at least a facet of themselves. So is that part of staying in our power, having self-compassion and self-love for ourselves? Absolutely. I, to me, it's about being kind, being compassionate with ourselves and, mm. and noticing, okay, is it really true that I'm not worthy? And really questioning that because the moment you believe that you don't, that you're not worthy mm. or you are unlovable, guess what? That you already have a conclusion that you're not worthy, that you're unlovable, blah, blah, blah. And then the mind is going to seek every opportunity to prove that you're unworthy, mm. that you're not good. But the moment we realize that, we can be different. Mm. And it's just about the power of observation. That's what I do with my coaching clients. Observe, look, see, tell the truth so that you can take an authentic action. And even one little small step, one change in habit will start making a difference in every part of your life. Mm -hmm. Like just simply a few times a day, taking a pause and breathing. Yeah. You know what? We'll go through some practices on in the show. Let's, but I would yeah. like to first dissect power because there's going to be a couple of facets to tonight's life class. My guest is Elizabeth Longo. She's an amazing life coach and spiritual coach and a dear friend of mine here on LA Talk Radio and Max and friends. And we're talking about staying in our power, but we're also going to be talking about taking back our power and how to find stability in the midst of instability. Power, right? If we have this, this pyramid and the word power is on top, what falls underneath it for us to get it into that grounding baseline that holds this pyramid up. What is power and what, what falls under its categories? Okay, uh, I'm gonna begin with saying, um, to really notice first and foremost, do you rely on other people, mm. places, things to feel powerful? Or do you rely on your inner self? So let's give an example for the first one. If someone relies on someone else for power, what would that look like? Uh, to me, it's like, okay, some, it's, to me, it's a yo-yo because you're really a prisoner then of whether some, they, they can, you know, uh, it's, it's uh, Don Miguel Ruiz coming to mind with a book of, hey, there's a, a, you know, I have a wonderful pizza to give you. In one of his books, look how warm it is. Look how wonderful. I'll give you this pizza if you do what I want. Mm -hmm. 
and you say, what? You're crazy because you have this wonderful kitchen and you have all wonderful ingredients, gourmet food. Why would I want your pizza to do what you want me to do? No way. But if you're starving, if you're starving and you're so hungry mm. and somebody knocks at your door and say, here, here's this pizza, but you must do what I want. You're going to go for it. And then they'll say, every day I'm going to come and give you a slice of pizza, but you got to do what I want. Mm. I had a friend that used to do that, but it was in the form of compliments. Oh, you look so handsome today. Would you yeah. mind getting me my car keys? Right. Oh, like, and it was like, wait, wait, wait. The compliment is appreciated, but also a boundary is set up where I, like the first time, you know, there's that wonderful saying, the first time you're a victim, the second time you're a volunteer, right? <laughs> <laughs> it's like the second time you ask me for your keys after you say I'm handsome, now I'm just volunteering to your demands. So we lose our power through others. Would you say? It's, it's, that's a manipulation. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. But then, you know, the whole thing, if you are starving, if you are starving for mm -hmm. self-worth, for self-love, for peace, you're going to go. Acceptance, validation, friendship, whatever yeah. it is. Connection, yeah. whatever. You're going to mm -hmm. go and reach out and maybe not make the best choices. Okay. So this is a perfect conversation to have. We have been home for almost a year of many people, right? We're finally getting back into, you know, many people are traveling, but back into the office, back into, you know, circles of, like I said at the top of the show, I'm doing it, my first charity event in two years. Are we in a space, do you think, where we can be vulnerable because we haven't had that attention and we haven't had that friendship or connection where we're in the, pow in the, in the moments of vulnerability to become powerless? Well, here's the deal. Vulnerability is actually powerful. Mm -hmm. Being vulnerable is powerful. As long as you are authentic and you're telling the truth, you know, I love the work of Brene Brown. Yeah. Well, you've studied too with, with, yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> you know, there's, there's power in vulnerability. There's power in crying, you know, emotions, you know, nothing wrong with that. Absolutely. You know, I'm just looking up the, the definition of vulnerability, right? susceptible to a physical or emotional attack or harm. To me, I feel like that's not the proper yeah. definition. And that's, you know, what we have as an adjective when you look on the, you know, Webster dictionary. And so words are confusing to begin with. Exactly. You know, there, there is a beauty to being vulnerable in the essence, you know, crying, emotional vulnerability, where we open, where, you know, the surrender looks like this rather than this. Right. Like to open ourselves in the vulnerable position of being available for all that is growing up. And this is one thing that's a pet peeve of mine. When I see a parent and especially to a little boy, if a little boy is crying, they're saying, stop crying. What does that do? It prevents the boy from having an emotional release of crying for the rest of his life because his whole childhood, he was told, stop crying, not to cry. Exactly. Right. So then there, the rage builds up. So how do we, how do we get into that vulnerability? of the surrender where we can open up and cry and be vulnerable to all that is so that we can gain and regain and stay in our power. I do just say sweet little steps, sweet little steps. It's not about, Oh, one day, you know, it's just noticing, Oh, you know, is my heart tight? Because if we build all these walls around us for protection, guess what? We're also closing in on the world. And we're here mm. to experience everything. Mm. There's know, an abundance. I believe, I believe that we're here to experience the allness. Allness, all of it. Nothing mm. wrong with feeling 
down one day, feeling up, whatever, the allness. But at the same time, what I said about, am I noticing? Am I centered enough that I'm noticing what's happening? You know, it's almost like one foot here anchored in this unmovable Mm. space. And then the other one totally active and involved in the world. There's something that I looked up today that I studied a while back that's fascinating. And when I first read about it, I, I thought, oh my God, I'm hopeless. <laughs> <laughs> and and this was this is something that was coned in the 1950s by a psychologist. And it's either an external locus of control or an internal locus of control. External locus on control means that you depend on people, places, everything about the outcomes, you know, uh, everything, your happiness depends on the outer. The internal is that you make things happen. You are in control of your life and you know the choices you make and you take responsibility. Mm. And then when I, when I started reading about it, that was a, a while back when I was a part of my, I was my coaching school, started studying that. And then, um, and I went deeper into it. And then the psychologists say, you know, it depends a lot whether you came from a dysfunctional childhood or not, how you grow up. And I came up, I mean, I was born in a very dysfunctional family. You know what, pause there. Tell us, let us, give us a a brief uh, introduction to your childhood because it's quite fascinating. Cuban refugee, more or less, right? That, yes. You yeah. know, so I so I had a very a very external locus of control. So I had to shift. And mm. yes, there's hope at any age because the point of power is always in the present moment. Say that again. Okay. Point of power is in the present moment. I don't care what how horrible your life has been to this point. Here you can make a change in this moment. Mm. So I I came, I was born in Cuba. Uh, I was six years old, and when I came alone with my mother, three days before we came, they changed the law, and we could only leave with the clothes we were wearing and a change of clothes. Mind you, in Cuba, my mother were not extremely multimillionaires, but they were upper class, and I mean, upper middle class, you know, I had nannies, uh, chauffeurs, so forth. My mother had suitcases and suitcases ready to go when on this temporary exile right when we had to leave with nothing absolutely nothing so and then my mother here raising a child by herself had to have sometimes three jobs went back to school to get her master's degree in teaching so i practically raised myself And then, you know, at some point in my life, you know, nothing made sense. And I remember the first book that I read uh, and religion didn't make sense to me. Christianity didn't make sense. Nothing made sense. And I was so unhappy. I needed a way out or and I read a book on Seth Speaks by Jane Roberts. And that opened my mind and I started seeing things differently. And that just kind of began my search. And that's why I went to Alan Watts and Krishnamurti and then went to India. And when I went to India, my mind was blown away. You know, that's where I found that everything I was looking for, I already had. Mm. I remember, you know, I I was this Sai Baba's ashram. Mm-hmm. And I went with um, a letter 
asking, asking, I want this, I want that. I mean, it was a huge letter and I want, I had so many requests and we had um, a private interview and I mean, I saw so many things. I saw him materialize a ring and then mm -hmm. let the ring alone in the air and the ring traveled alone in the air until it went to a man that was from uh, Iran, I think he was. And, and and materialized, dematerialized so many things. When we left there, a friend of mine said, I know, I know that he's resuscitated a, a dead person. I know all that. But my God, in front of us, he broke the law of gravity. So wow. I, I experienced all that. But then when he looked at me in the eyes and said, what do you want? Mm -hmm. I had that huge list. And in that moment, I couldn't speak because I stopped being. For a moment, I did not exist. I just, I just felt the stillness. I just felt at one with everything. It was just this moment of all is well. All is well. <laughs> you know, there's that great biblical uh, passage that says, be still and know. Be still and know. That's it. You know, so what does that, that mean to be still and know? It means get the heck out of the way <laughs> and everything is fine. <laughs> Stop believing all these crazy monkeys up here and just relax, mm. relax. Because usually the mind, you know, we have the power to imagine. We have, you know, we imagine, we, cre we create in pictures. And daydream. And we daydream. But a lot of times when we're in fear and anxiety because so many changes are going through and changes that we did not want are going through the mind just goes crazy creating a scenarios and when what what's going to happen and then this and just creates 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 and when we notice that that's the power of observation oh is this true wait a minute let me come back here let me come back Thank and you. how do we do that how do we come back to that moment to this moment well first of all you must be willing you must be willing. You must notice, observe, notice. And the moment you notice, oh, oh, that's just the mind. Let me breathe. Let me relax. And then being willing, nevertheless, and then just maybe, maybe do an affirmation. No, I'm here. I'm here. I am. I exist. I'm okay. This moment is fine. And then, and then notice also, if you're already caught up with the feelings because the emotions can really drive us crazy right you know uh, and you're in turmoil and in emotional energy and you're all like this just breathe and don't fight it mm. it's just energy moving through you well that's what i say emotions are the e is energy in motion energy in okay. motion dance yeah. with it let it be okay but it's easy for you and i to sit here you know who understand it but it's we've done our work we've done our work for those who are just doing their work and just starting, you know, they, they tune in, they hear you, they hear me. They're like, these two are just off the rocker, you know, the monkeys in the mind and let it be and breathe, you know, all this hogwash. What do you offer to them? Okay. First of all, I didn't never said it was easy. Right. <laughs> it was easy <laughs> because we all are having this human experience. We all mm -hmm. struggle. And especially when we're, when we're moving away from our comfort zone, that is the point of mastery. That's the point where we, most people just back out mm. and go back into her, our habitual self. 
-hmm. And that's what I offer because I think that that's where you need a mentor, when you need a coach to be, to help you see clearly that it's fine where you are, you are just entering that point of mastery. Mm -hmm. It's almost, it's like we're all on a hero's journey at the same time. Yeah. The unmovable and we're moving, right? We're on a hero's journey and the hero will encounter demons and will encounter the bad witch and so forth. But still, you know, nevertheless, we are willing to move forward and, you know, have clear, clear um, what you value. You know, what what are my standards of integrity? Who am mm. I? You know, really, it's a self-discovery journey, journey and it's ongoing. And it's ongoing because, again, every time we stretch more, we have a new project, we're going to encounter things we didn't imagine. You know, uh, divine, divine ideas are very quick, you know, visionary reality. Oh, yeah. But then bringing it into physical reality and really, okay, focusing on what we want, that is the skill set that's needed to overcome our limiting thoughts, our beliefs, our conditioning. And really expanding consciousness, because I believe that's what we're all here to awaken, mm. to awaken mm. to a greater reality. How do we awaken to that greater reality? Pause. We're going to answer that question. How do we awaken to that moment, to this moment? We're going to play a song here. One of our favorite friends, Ashru, is. He, we have a beautiful song from him here on Max and Friends. So we're going to play it here now called Beautiful Light. It's one of my favorite songs. I'm sure you know it as you know, Ash. And then we come back. We're going to ask those questions. And we're going to ask on focusing on what we want. Focusing on what we want. And how do we get in that moment of really focusing what we want? Sam, if we can get that song ready, I would love to hear it now on Max and Friends. And when we're back, Elizabeth Longo is going to join me. Staying in our power, focusing on what we want. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Inside your eyes, you've got 
Baby, you're the one. That was my pal, Ash Ruiz. And we're back now with my guest, Elizabeth Longo, life coach, spiritual coach, and friend to the show. Welcome back, Elizabeth. What a great song, right? Oh, I just love our Ash. (laughs) (laughs) Me too, me too. (laughs) Right? So be, and I adore my, I adore Ash, adore Ash. And that's how we actually met was through Ash. So I'm grateful to Ash for this now moment because we're both living in our power right now, staying in our power. Before we went to the song, we talked about focusing on what we want. You've mentioned the monkeys. You mentioned breath. Now, how do we actually, once we've gotten to that moment of being still, where we've gotten the, we've released the monkeys and we're in the breath, how do we now focus on what it is we truly desire? Okay. So, First of all, you know, I, I've also noticed that some people say, I want to find my life's purpose or I need to know. This. We've done shows here. We have and done you, shows. What is my purpose? Why am I here? Purpose? What is my life's purpose? <laughs> but that thought alone can cause a lot of people a lot of stress. And anxiety. And anxiety. So the first thing is, yes, we all have, and, and that can shift and change, you know, and whatever. But ultimately, I think we're all here to share our light and our love and to share who we are somehow, because we're all interconnected. 
I really believe that we're all. How in, are we all interconnected? Well, the new sciences says that we're all like in a quantum soup. Nothing is as. Expand on that, because I know right now listeners are like, what the freak is a quantum <laughs> soup? Well, you know, well, to all your listeners, believe me, not one thought of what you believe is ultimately real. <laughs> okay, and I might shock you, but nothing is what it seems. Nothing, absolutely nothing. So, one example that I like to give is think of a donut. First thing, how does a donut come to your mind with with chocolate on the outer or little? Uh, For me, it's a French color right okay. away. All right, so think <laughs> of a donut. In the center of a, of the donut, there's a hole, and it's mm -hmm. an empty space. When you know that empty space in you, when you know that and are able to go there over and over again, then the donut becomes more sweet. But then you don't depend on that donut for your happiness. Mm. Because, see, we think that, oh, my God, when I get that donut, when I get that, when I find that, I'm going to be happy. When or I could or I should have, I would have. That's stress. The more we get to know and more familiar with the donut hole and just resting, ah, ah, ah. It's like when you go to sleep, where does your world go? Mm. And, and we talked about awakening, you know, and, and that's the key, awakening to a greater reality is that what, that's where you really, really find your true power. Awaken to our power. It's yeah. already within. It's already it's within. It's already within. It's yeah. in the donut hole. <laughs> it's for out of that we create our reality. In other words, we are all living our own movies. We are the producer, the writer, the director, and the principal actor in our movies. Mm. And if we don't like our movie, is a movie is a scary movie, we can change it. Or a comedy, we can just change it. You know, if we want more joy in our life, well, you know what? Then focus on giving that to yeah. yourself. Want more the, love? Focus on giving yourself more love. The self-worth. You know, there's the great saying, change doesn't change until we change, until we actually do the work to physically and mentally and spiritually and emotionally change. But it's easy to be addicted to the drama. It's easy oh. to be addicted to the trauma. And it's it's almost... It's almost sad when people find that addiction to the drama and trauma as part of their story and use it on a daily basis, that they're so addicted to it that even when power and happiness and peace are present, the addiction to the drama or the trauma pull them back. So how do we release that addiction? Not only that, let's say that you had a traumatic experience 20, 30, 40 years ago, right? Every time you bring it back, every time you bring it your back, cells are listening. the same chemicals are being released in your body. It's not good for our health. Mm -hmm. It's not good. So how do, well, sometimes you might just need to, some professional help, whatever it is, whatever it takes to forgive yourself, to release, to mm -hmm. do the forgiveness, the letting go. You letting have go. to let it go. Yeah. And somehow honor that part in you that overcame it. Mm, how gentle. 
How gentle to honor that. Resilience. Think about even our our ancestors, you know, when we go back and back, there was a lot of resilience to get to where we are right now. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of overcoming. You know, over pandemic, it was the first time that I really, I started seeking to speak to a therapist. I, you know, I love going out. I love people. Even during pandemic, I was renting movie theaters so we could social distance and be together, you know? And um, BetterHelp was a great app that worked for me. I found a therapist there. We spoke. We had our conversations, you know, and it was part of that release. Um, it was part of the journey for healing. You know, just to, there's sometimes we need that person that knows nothing about us to be able to listen to us so they can't judge us. And you know, what's what's amazing is last week I did a show and we talked about the want to want instead of just the want. We want to want to do something, so we never do it. <laughs> we always want yeah. to want it. So how do we get into that quantum soup where we actually go from wanting to want to actually wanting and doing? Oh, well, that's the skill set, you know, and that's kind of what I what I teach people, because I do believe uh, in who we are, our uh, absolute, whole, complete, magnificent, but there's been a lot of conditioning. And so we have to overcome our conditioning. And that's where, you know, like what I teach, you know, the power of observation, the power of having clear intentions and how to go about it, you know, the skill set to get there. And 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 also about taking authentic action and having somebody hold you accountable mm, and believing in you. Because yeah. the other thing is we all want to be heard, seen. We see it here all the time. Do you hear me? Do you see me? Do I matter? The validation. And what I offer our listeners, and this is why I'm having you here tonight, Elizabeth Longo, my guest on Max and Friends, is because we hear you, we see you, you matter. And we love you. So that's a for sure thing. So we were talking about power of observation. You've mentioned that a couple of times now in our conscious conversation, this tango that we're doing here tonight on Max and Friends. What is the power of observation and how do we tap into it? Okay. First and foremost, you know, most of us are just doing things automatically. Patterns and pathology. And we repeat things and we see things on social media and we just believe it's true and without questioning it. So it's really about paying attention, paying attention. Where is our attention going? Uh, Am I really focusing my life's energy is what's important for me or not? You know, observing who you're being, observing where your energy is going, because see, Energy is infinite, but here in this reality, in this finite thing, you know, I'm teaching a class right now on the energy of money. Yes. Money's an energy. Money's an energy. Is it a power as well or no? It's yes, but at the same time, it's neutral. We okay. put the we put the the thoughts on it, and they say there's more thoughts around money than there is even on on sex. <laughs> Really? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's what about money and sex? Then there's a lot of thoughts. (laughs) Money for sex. sex. (laughs) That's the whole subject about money. But what I'm going to say is, you know, that's an energy, you know, power of energy. Where is an energy going in that? Um, 
do we have pleasure you know there's are, are we living in a life of abundant pleasure pleasure even in when you're having a cup of coffee are you mm -hmm. being with it mindfulness if you're walking are you really walking mindfully and you we know? do when we take a hike you know we just did one recently i enjoyed so much that you were stopping along the the hike the journey and you were like, let's, you know, what are we grateful for? Let's observe, yes. you know, the gratitude moments. And we came up with so many, you know, wonderful just observations of not only nature, but self in that, in that hike, in that journey. So for those who are taking a hike and for those who are taking that journey and they want to be in the presence of clarity and in the presence of observation and in their own power. Where do we start? Okay, first, take a moment and be intentional. Breathe and just kind of um, almost like take an elevator ride from here. So many people live here. See, I used to. Oh, you know what? Let's do it. Let's let can can okay. you? Let's do it. We'll do it here right I now, Max. Take us through this journey. And a lot of people have no connection with their bodies, so hmm. take an elevator ride from here just to the heart. <sighs> and notice if there's any tension anywhere. And just simply breathe into it. Just be centered. It's almost like let go of all attachments to the world of time and space, of everything, just for a moment. And breathe and notice that if you're not attached to any thoughts, here, now, right where you are, all is well. And then as you breathe there, give yourself permission to expand. And you can even visualize a light, a lotus flower in the center of your heart, opening up pure light and let that light shine forth to all your body. But you're expanded even more because there's no limit where we can go in consciousness. And then if you're going to go for a hike or whatever you're going to do, then be intentional. Who am I willing to be in order to produce an extraordinary result out of this? And then you can say, I'm willing to be open. I'm willing to be present, loving, clear, grateful. And just feel better if you're just feeling grateful. I love myself. The other thing is tapping. I love tapping. Mm. EFT. I love and accept myself just as I am. Let's do that a little bit. I am worthy. You mentioned about worthiness. I love myself. I am worthy. I matter. I'm here. I'm here because I matter. I matter. And what does this do to our cells and our body when we do this? Well, you... For me, if you're really just doing it and really mm -hmm. open and willing, you feel an instant shift right away. You feel the energy moving. Yeah. Shift and happens. That's what this is all about. <laughs> a shift happens. And that's what's about. Then you can make a better choice. Yeah. I remember I said, if you already have a conclusion that you are unworthy and not good, guess what? Life is going to give you more of that. Mm. But if you believe that you are worthy and that you are lovable, then you're going to attract lovable people in your life situations mm. where you know your worth oh you better preach a preacher <laughs> elizabeth longo is my guest here on max and friends we're talking about staying in our power taking back our power 
finding stability in the midst of instability. And if you missed any portion of this show, you know that it's going to have a pre-recording and we're going to have it on every podcasting platform from Podbean to iHeartRadio to Google to Pandora to Amazon to wherever you tune in to your favorite platform. So listen, Elizabeth Longo, how do we find you and what is your social media and how do we connect with you? Okay, I'm on Facebook, Elizabeth Longo. And um, also my website is elizabethlongo.net or just my email, R-E-V, Rev, what's my email? (laughs) (laughs) Rev E Longo at gmail.com. Beautiful. Now, do you have any courses coming up that you're teaching that we can sign on to? I'm actually going to start a coaching group and I'm going to limit it to seven to eight people only in November. And that's really powerful because that is where I teach the skills that need it. So that is my passion. So if anybody wants to be part of that coaching group, there's a limited space. So reach out to me. Reach out, reach out. So speaking of passion, how do we find the power in our passion the power in our passion or the passion in our power that is the question <laughs> and here's the real question why do we have to have an answer for every question <laughs> why can't we just trust and i always say where we are right now is exactly where we're supposed to be and that's tuning into max and friends here with my guest elizabeth longo you know i was watching neil degrasse tyson the other day and he was talking about a ufo and he's saying you know we look up and we're like is it round it is a spaceship and we're trying to identify the unidentifiable right <laughs> It's not called the IFO. It's the UFO because we don't know what it is. So why do we need to have the answer? We know the answer. It's unidentifiable. (laughs) So it's the same thing for questions. I love them. But why do we always need the answer for them? Question mark. Dot, dot, dot. We don't even have to answer it. (laughs) But... And the questions are important because it gets us from here, from the amygdala, oh, poor little me, to really see, oh, well, how can I be different in this situation? And how can mm. I see this differently? So questions do have serve a purpose. Right. I might not have the answer. <laughs> and it's okay not to have the answer. Totally. Right. You know, when we walk, if, we, if we're like, you know, are we alive? Are we dead? <laughs> are we breathing? Are we not? There's always the duality of life. And I like to go further into the triality and the quadality of all the different facets of life. And staying in our power is one of them. You know, there's a great book called The Courage to Be Disliked. Now, it doesn't mean you have to be an asshole. It just means that you have the courage to have where people, you know, you don't need the validation from others around us to be in power. And power to me is, it's a wonderful energy. If like all energies, if we play with it correctly <laughs> and we don't abuse it. And, you know, then there's the abuse of power. You know, Elizabeth, we can go on and on for the whole illusion of time to have conversations of abuse of power. But what is abuse of power? Oh, don't get me started. <laughs> we don't have that much time. So it's the perfect yeah. time to get started. <laughs> abuse of power. I mean, we see that all the time. We see mm. it in politics. We see it in so many ways. So here's the question then. Not what is abuse of power. How do we shift the abuse of power? Well, we by beginning with ourselves. We can only do what is ours to do. And mm. then it's almost like you throw a rock in the lake and it's going to have a ripple effect. Mm-hmm. 
we can only change ourselves. When we change ourselves, everything around us begins to change. Be the change we want to see, right? Exactly. It's that simple. It's that simple. I enjoyed having you on so much. You know, there's so much more to talk about. You'll come back and join me. We'll have to do. I can't believe I'm here 13 years. I've probably known you a good solid eight of them. And this is the first time we're having you here. Because, you know, every time we're either in Colorado or Florida sitting together, it just feels like we have the flow of a show. And I was like, you know, we were at Sushi and you're like, I've got to come on the show. And I was like, I can't believe you haven't been on. So forgive me for not having you on sooner. Everything <laughs> isn't the right time, right? Right. Here, where we are right now is exactly where we're supposed to be. So I'm grateful that you joined me. Before I let you go, what is it that you want our listeners and viewers to take with them into this week or into this next moment? Love yourself. Be compassionate. Take moments just to hug yourself and you say, I'm okay. I'm here. All is well. Do that a couple of times a day and you're going to see a little difference. Mm. Remember the donut hole. Don't rely so much on the shining object. Rest in your center. Come back to your center over and over again. Take a couple of breaths. The breath is so important. When we're tight, when we're in fear, the breath is shallow. Breathe, let go. Breathe, let go. Past is gone, future uncertain. Mm. Life is happening in the here and now. It is. And you matter. And you matter. And like Alan Watts says, this is it. This This is is it. it. This is it. This is it. I enjoy you. I love you so much for being here, Max of Friends. Before I let you go and before we go for the the evening and the morning or the day, whatever time any of you are listening in, we're grateful that you're tuning in to Max and Friends. Tweet me at Max Tucci. Instagram me at Max Tucci Radio or at Max Tucci. DM me. Let me know what's going on in your life. Here's a great quote that I saw that I just found the other day. It says, life is like a camera. Just focus on what's important, capture the good times, develop from the negatives. And if you don't work out, just take another shot. Take another shot. And with that said, really, you know, I'm screenshotting this so I could post it later. Take another shot. You know, here's the reality. I love you all for tuning in. And if you haven't had someone tell you that they love you, I love you. And I love you for tuning in. And I'm grateful that you're here with me. And I know that you matter, that you have a purpose. And because you're still alive and breathing, your purpose hasn't been fulfilled yet. So take your glory and run and run and run and run and shine on. Elizabeth Longo, thank you so much for joining me. I appreciate you. Namaste. But now, namaste go. (laughs) Now I must go. Until next time, take life to the max. Good night and good karma. I'm your host, Max Tucci from Max and Friends. Peace. Love. (laughs) 